Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. today's show today is the 20th of march it is you know the person who announces the show and closes the show every day todd martin it is his birthday today so he is um celebrating it was amalia's birthday from the summit two days ago so we're just like filing it all in and it's reverend terry's birthday in a few days so it just keeps going on may's a big month Today is Dream Theme Thursday. I have a couple dreams to get through, so I am just going to get started because once I get into these dreams, it is hard to come back out of them. You start finding all these things. So I'm going to start with this first one. It says, Hi, Nadia. I woke up from this dream at 4 a.m. I dreamed I was in a library full of kids of about 12 to 13 years old. The kids started talking really loud, and at this point, a powerful storm ripped into the library, breaking all the windows and hurting some of the kids. The storm was strong. That was the storm was strong that a grave was dug up out of the ground and opened. And when it opened, the corpse flew out and flew right into me and knocking me down. It landed on my back and then it flew back into its grave and back into the ground and then a rat came out of the underground scurrying pretty scary to wake up to so curious to know what this is i what this is about thank you and love you lots oh and you can use my name it's zena so i got this dream through instagram and um wow holy cow i got to start back at the beginning with this one you're in with kids that are loud in a library and they're really loud and once they got more loud there was a a storm and everything was breaking in the library the windows and it was hurting some of the kids and the storm was strong that a grave dug up out of the ground and opened. When it opened, the corpse flew out and right into me and knocking me down. It landed, I landed on my back and then it flew back into its grave and back into the ground 
And then a rat came out, meaning the rat was scared from the underground scurrying. Pretty scary to wake up to. So curious what this is. I have to say that this dream was the kind of dream that takes all the, like, scary, weird, hurtful feelings that we have and may feel, and it put them in a tornado, you know, like it, it swirls around. It may not be that you're walking around thinking of scary stuff all the time, but sometimes in our own heads, every single day, we can get stuck in a tornado. And what if this, and what if that, and what if this, and what if that, and we just keep coming up with bigger and bigger what ifs as to why maybe our lives aren't where we want them to be or the things that we wanted to happen did or didn't happen. It's almost like those those thoughts, those reoccurring thoughts that just don't stop, that it even scared a rat, a rat that we think will eat anything and do anything. And it even hurt other people, like kids who were innocent that were just in a library making noise. But the crime of them making noise didn't stir up the storm. And and that's a big part of this, even though it looks like the smallest part of it. When something happens that we think is wrong, like these kids talking super loud in the library, and of course you're going to notice them because nobody talks loud in the library. And it almost at first sounds like, well, all this happened because they were talking loud. That's actually not true. Sometimes, and and I have to say this, and already this morning is the second time I'm saying it, sometimes in our lives we borrow trouble. We borrow it. We, We don't have it yet, but we always think it's coming. And we create these scenarios, well, what if this and what if that? And over time as we mature, those kinds of thoughts mature. The fears get bigger, we become more obsessive, or we just don't expect the good to happen for us or what's happening to other people or for other people. Yet generally we're happy, we're just carrying this around. Like, well, I'm not this enough or that enough or rich enough or have the right job or have the right house or have the right looks or have... And so all of these crazy feelings that this doesn't work for me even took it as far as like somebody's soul that already left because that body's in the ground. There's nobody in it. It's just the body. But yet you took their their soul came into you. There is no soul there in reality. But in the dream, that is like the scariest thought you could have, that, wow, you even got this bad energy from somewhere else. It didn't just show up in you. It's not yours. No responsibility for it, for those feelings. So this is really all about borrowing trouble. Sometimes it is super hard 
to take an inventory of your life. Like, hey, this is what I've done so far. And you'll be surprised at the stuff that you thought at one time you would never make it past, and now you will have forgotten the details. And the same will be true of today. It's impossible for us to remember every single thing without being prompted because we have to think about the day and the moment we are in. When we don't, what is that definition of anxiety, right? Is the fear of our own future. And this is like the anxiety on steroids. It's like, Okay, well, let me show you how bad it can get. And then it can, look, and even a rat was scared. But really, your brain was just taking out the trash. It was taking out every worst fear and letting you know that, hey, look, you still woke up. Your house is still the same. You're the same. Life is the same. You're still here. And we took out all your fears. We released them. And look at how they added up. Check this out. And then this happened. And then that happened. And it was almost like each step of the dream got worse and more disheartening as I was going through it. And then when I read that the rat came out, the rat came out. All the stuff in you took a ride, and left. A lot of times, because we have been taught to be scared of dreams like this, we wake up and we're like, wow, that was a nightmare. Oh, my God, I don't want to do this again, ever. But the truth is, you probably woke up with a lot of weight taken off your shoulders because this is one of those I'm-going-to-get-your-attention dreams And I'm going to help you get rid of this stuff so that you have room to go on. It's a big clean-up dream. It's like walking into your garage and cleaning it up and taking out stuff from the corners that have been there for years. Or the attic. Or one of those rooms that you walk past very regularly And you get so used to seeing the stuff in there, you don't even know what it is anymore, and you don't care. And the reasons you kept it are gone. So now you can actually give it away. Exactly this dream. It took out all those thoughts, all those things that you just packed away at one time or another, and it set you free of them. And if you really think about it, when we wake up from dreams like that, and you'll have to tell me, but when you wake up with dream, from dreams like this, it's like you almost go, oh, and then I just woke up. Holy cow, what was that? And then there's no way to think of all those, those circumstances in a positive light. But... It actually was just a a garbage dump. It just took it all out, took it all out and kept taking it out until it got to the bottom of it. Nobody wanted to be near that stuff. It's gone. 
Look at even the rat got away. And it's gone. And you're free of it. So I hope that helped you, and I hope you feel lighter knowing that that's no longer roaming around you and you have space. And this is the other thing I always think about, is that once you know you have that space, we tend to want to put in other thoughts like that because it balances the comfort zone we created. But know in your heart and mind that whatever goes in your mind now, now that you are conscious of this, you choose. If you have a thought you don't like, get rid of it from the get-go. Like, wow, where did that come from? I don't even think like that. Get out of here. You have no permission to be inside of me. You're not even mine. I wouldn't even know what to do with owning that thought. Or if you ever have those thoughts like, why am I thinking that? It's not your thought. It's ego's thought trying to come in and break your balance. So thank you for your dream. That was actually a quite a tough dream to wake up from, but I hope that talking about it turned it around for you, Zena. Thank you. I have another dream, and this dream is from Eliana, and she says, Dear Nadia, I hope you're well. If you have time, I would appreciate this dream interpretation. Last night, my son and I had to say so long to Kobe, our loving, ever-so-happy dog. My son was extremely close to Kobe. In fact, he picked Kobe out in the shelter. Kobe was nine months, and I thought he was too big, but Miles fell in love with him, and he truly picked the best dog. Kobe had been with us for almost 10 years, so my son is devastated, as I am. And it's, it's such a sorry thing. It's hard to lose. I will never get used to it. So sorry for some so much info. So here is the dream I had last night. I can't remember too much detail, but I was in a big house that needed major renovation. In fact, it was down to the beams, similar to my garage. At least two levels were in the house, but I le- believe it had more. I noticed a very big leak in the basement and another one on another level. I know that these leaks must have done some damage to this home and I somehow said it out loud. I believe my son was with me, but I couldn't see him. Suddenly, it's as if my son and I are having a beautiful walk with Kobe by a river. I'm holding Kobe's leash. Many people that I cannot see are there as well. Then out of nowhere, a bobcat jumps on top of Kobe. It's so quick. The bobcat's mouth has a full bite squeezing his jaws tight into Kobe's body. The rest of the bobcat's body smothers Kobe with a very fierce grip covering one side of Kobe's body. It's so quick. Before I had a chance to react, a black panther now jumps on top of Kobe, attacking Kobe's other side, simulating the bobcat's bite and full body grip, but almost covers Kobe's entire body. Now they are all 
Now they all fall over into the river, and I am still holding tightly onto Kobe's leash, and I will not let go. The Black Panther bites out what seems to be a chunk of flesh from Kobe's body, but we cannot see the injury. Now I pull Kobe's leash to bring Kobe towards me, and somehow the bobcat and Black Panther disappear. In the water, Kobe's face and eyes are positioned toward me in the same way he was facing in the hospital when we had to say our goodbyes. Then I wake up. I sort of get dream is about, but I cannot interpret dreams like you, Nadia. My heart is truly broken with Kobe's death, and I know my son is feeling the same. Thank you so much, and I truly love you. Oh, that's so sweet, because I love you too. This is this is truly, again, a worst fear dream. The truth is, it's an appreciation dream. And whether it feels like that or not, you know, losing a pet, we always want to protect them. We always want to save them. We always want them with us. And yet, you cannot get out of your heart and mind, how happy they are when they see you, how calm you feel around them, and all the love and all the beauty that they bring to us. And what your dream was doing, the way Kobe died and the way you dreamed he died was really a, hey, I took my best care of you and you did not die at the hands of another animal. That in our lives, we did protect you. All these crazy things could have happened to you, Kobe. But they didn't. That we lived in joy. That we lived in happiness. This dream is actually telling you, believe it or not, What a great job you have done, you and your son. What a beautiful life you have given this dog. And how much love there is. It's weird to see it that way. But the reason that I can even say this to you, because water, which is cleansing was a big part of the dream from a leak to a river and it's like starting all the way to the end there has been a cleansing with everybody in the family Kobe included the closer and closer all of you became it's such a I know free-flowing dream that all of the different ways that animals can hurt each other because, you know, they have their food chain. And it's natural for them to do that. For us, it looks so vicious and, and, and torturous and scary and awful. We're like, oh, my God, how could they do that? How could that lion jump on the giraffe's neck? 
It's all instinct. That's how. End of the day, all of the fears of how Kobe could have gone disappeared. The bobcat, the panther, it was like, it was just like the other dream. If it couldn't get worse, well, now even a bigger cat showed up. But in truth, the biggest cat was you guys. And you guys were good and pure to your dog. That was the same to you. And in the river, free-flowing. All of the fears of any of that happening are actually now gone. End of the day, your dog lived the best life it could have ever lived on earth. And the love that you shared and the love that you gave was given back. These scary dreams, and they're scary when you're having them. Your heart beats faster. Sometimes people wake up sweating or crying because we have to release the stuff we carry. We have to release it. Internalize everything. And when our balance is thrown off, our body will do the talking. Our brain is so efficient that it says, hey, this could have happened and that could have happened, but this is not that. This was just clean and clear, like water, flowing love that existed from day one until the last day you all got to have each other here. And the thing is, with every single living soul, human or animal, that we know and encounter in love in our lives, when we pass, we are greeted with them. And that's just something that people who've had near-death experiences tell us. I saw my mom, I saw my grandma, I saw my dog, I saw my cat. Because souls don't die. We, we do leave, but we don't die. The soul that every single one of us have right now has been other places and done other things. And I know we know that, but sometimes we need to be reminded because the intersection of our lives really impacts us because we are feeling and we have history and every experience we have builds us. And if you read your dream two or three or four or five times or think it over and over again, it's all about protection and love.
And those are two things that we actually run our lives on. We protect those we love, provide for those we love. We do everything we can to help those we love. But we are never in control of when they come or when they go. We just aren't. And we never will be. You can't keep an animal here or a human here as long as you want to keep them. They will leave on their own exit for their soul, for that accumulation of experience that we all have, they have. There's one thing about animals is that their lifespan is not as long as ours because it's accelerated. So a 10-year-old dog is like our average lifespan or 11 years. And they always say, if you have young children, it's good to have a dog because they will experience natural loss. And they will experience, after we are grieving, the love of having an animal around. And they will want one, and they will understand that every dog has a certain number of years that it lives. I remember when I like heard that for the first time, and I'm like, oh my God, why would anyone get a dog if it's going to die? I thought, well, everyone's going to actually die because the love that they give us never leaves us. Any love that we have had with a human or a pet in our lifetimes will only get stronger later. And in many ways, it will be more understood than it was when the people or the soul or the animal was here. Because now when we think about them, we smile. We don't think about things they've done didn't work. It's like we, we go into this magic place when, when souls leave. And we remember the love they've given us, even if it's just a shred we will live on that shred. And the things that may have bothered us, like tearing up the curtains or doing something crazy like that, we will now laugh at. And say, wow, you know, they could just never keep their claws to themselves, you know. And we start talking like that, like terms of endearment. It's really interesting. And grieving, grieving everybody does on their own, in their own way. And initially, it's it's a shock. People don't expect that. People think that if they lose a dog, yeah, we cry. But it's not the same as two weeks later. Because two weeks later now, we haven't seen or interacted at all. 
and the thoughts in our mind turn into understanding and love. And what has happened in this time that you had and how that changed you and how that saved you at times. That quiet company of that wagging tail will never, ever, ever take away from a situation. And he can still see you. We can't see anyone that passes or any animal that passes. But for animals especially, they live in both places at the same time. So when they go, it's like they don't even know they they left, left. But they realize that you can't see them. People actually try to come back in your dreams and so do dogs. Like, hey, at least I didn't die this way and this way. Thank you for taking care of me. Not funny. Nothing is ever as it seems. We had two dreams of like bigger and bigger layers of, oh, my God only to find out, oh, my God, life is life is good. You guys, I love you, and I shall see you tomorrow on Questions Friday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.